Welcome to Cocktail Hour with DJ Kibar, a podcast where I share cocktails and conversation with wedding professionals and other special guests about what happens behind the scenes at a New England wedding. And welcome to another episode of Cocktail Hour with DJ Kibar. Tonight, I am with the wonderful and lovely Savannah O'Connor. How are you tonight? I'm good, Kibar. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we go back a little bit. How do we know each other? You DJed my wedding Mm. three years ago. Wow. And it's funny because we were just talking about this before we got on. Like, I feel like it was just yesterday, first of all. The wedding itself, for sure. I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, But like how quickly time flies. I know, it's really. insane. Since then, you have a child. Yeah, COVID. You, yeah, COVID. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like... <laughs> COVID child. And you started a business. Yes, yep. That's awesome. So let's let's go back to the... Let's start with the wedding. Okay, yes, let's start with the wedding. Favorites. Uh, and actually, believe it or not, you're my first client to have, like former client to have on the show too, Ooh. Um, which is kind of cool because I want, like, I keep saying I want a special guest, no matter who it is, whether it's a, like a vendor or a client or whatnot to talk about like their wedding experience. But this is like kind of like a great transition, the best of both worlds. So uh, first of all, okay, so you and Jack got married back in October of 2019. Yes. Uh, you came here to this house, to my home studio. To this room, yes. To this very room <laughs> to have our uh, details meeting, which is wild, um, how things come for a circle. And, um, and uh, planned your wedding it was a great night. How did you first hear about main event when you were planning your wedding and like get, you know, get to pick me and all that? So I did all of my planning through the Knot app. Really? Yes. Huh. All of it. Okay. Like I, to this day, I didn't have a planner. Yeah. And to this day, I'm like, I could not have done it without that app. Like, okay. it just is so, I don't know if you've been on it, but it gives you like, a, it gives you a timeline of like what you should be doing at every like time. Yeah. Like out from your wedding, yeah, like yeah. what you should be taking care of and stuff. And then when you get to something when it says like, okay, like you should be looking for a DJ, then oh. it will give you like ones with good reviews in your area and stuff no like way. that. Yes. And it's free? Or is it free? It's free for couple. It's free for the people yeah. using it. It's not free for vendors. Right. No, that right. makes sense because the vendors right. keep it afloat. Absolutely. Right. So when I got to the point of looking for a DJ, I, that main event was like the first one on there with like all the good reviews. Uh And then I went to the website and started watching the promo videos. Obviously I came across yours and then it was done. Yep. (laughs) I was like, this is the guy. That's awesome. Did you interview me before or did you just book? I just booked. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, that's awesome. Because um, we, I mean, obviously main event, we offer interviews before you book so that you can kind of get comfortable and, and really get to know the DJ beforehand and all that stuff. But um, that's really, it's cool to hear. Um, I'm sure I asked you that back then, but, you know, just a refresher because I feel like our relationship yeah, has yeah, evolved yeah. since then. Um, and so now you got married, at, haven't actually been back to, it was like Moody Mountain? Moody Mountain Farm. Right. Yes. You haven't been back? I haven't been back since. Wow. And the place is pretty nice. It was, what was the guy's name that owns it? I don't Do you remember? remember his name. I think I worked with his wife more. Because mm. um, I feel like if it's the same place that I'm thinking of, the guy, he, he was a chef. And he used to be the head of the culinary program at Southern New Hampshire University. Oh, no way. I have my full-time job, like my day job. Right. Uh, Perrin? Perrin Long? Perrin, yes. That's the guy. Yes, that's it. Um, yeah, insane. So uh, super nice guy. Was that Julie is his wife? It's Julie's yeah. his wife. So you worked mostly with her. Yes, but I but him on like the day of like he was yeah, the one okay. like yeah. It's wild though because he didn't do any of the food, nothing like that, right? No, they don't do they don't. They just like, host the venue. They and just that's host it. and then you bring in all outside vendors. That's insane, but only because he is one of the best chefs in New Hampshire. Like that's insane. I did not even know that. Like yeah, because I remember this because I what are these these. <laughs> There are these little things that I'll remember and so many things that I'll forget. If you ask my wife, she'll be like, he has the most messed up memory <laughs> ever. It's fine. These little things. So I remember you saying, oh, yeah, the guy's name is Perrin. And I'm like, that's an unusual name. It's not a, a common name. And I know someone named Perrin. So you know him. I knew him prior to. 
Yeah. And and we weren't like tight. We weren't close. Like, yeah, but he like knew of me wise. and whatnot. But it was just like, uh, nope, I know Chef Long. He is the um, the head of the culinary program at Southern Hampshire University. And he's awesome. And he cooks really well and whatever. Um, and so I get there and I can't remember. I feel like he had a beard by now or something. He just looked a little bit different. But I could still like, oh, no, like, I think that's him. So I asked him and he's like, oh, yeah. That that's me, and he like he's like looking at me like, you kind of look familiar, but I can't tell. And I'm like, oh yeah, I was in admissions. I worked for this guy. He was my director. I worked with this guy who you worked with closely. He's like, oh my god, and he like totally clicked. It's like that um, thing where like you can't recognize someone when you when they're like out of the environment yeah. that you usually see them in. Like I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. work at Sunny's, but. Mm-hmm. And I don't like have a uniform there, but for some reason, when I see like my regulars outside yep. of the restaurant, they are like they don't recognize me. It's like the craziest thing. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Like I have to be like hi, and they're like, oh, oh my god, like I didn't even recognize you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So of course you had an incredible wedding. Um, just super fun. It was. It was really like fun. the rustic barn type look, and um, the photos came out terrific. Um, your Shout photographer, out April. April yeah, <laughs> she's she's wonderful. I'm gonna have her on the show soon. Uh, we just gotta find a date. And um, I was, although I was thinking of, wouldn't it be awesome if like I could have her here tonight? I would die. Uh, right, the three of us. <laughs> yeah. But that's not to say that we can't make that happen yeah. down the road because why not? Um, and it's just funny because um, she was telling me. I think I messaged you about this. Oh she my was god. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, didn't didn't some guest like come up to you and like I don't remember what she said exactly, but like something went down and you totally like put him in his place and like started screaming at him or something. I'm like, mm, no, that like doesn't check out. That's not me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I know how to diffuse difficult conversations and like crazy guest drama and whatnot, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to be the guy who yells back. Like I'm not going to be the guy who makes a scene. Um, and I'm like. Am I forgetting something? So I messaged you and I'm like, did this happen? And you're like, no. Yeah, I'm like, like okay, thank I God. Think I would like, remember that, but I don't no. think so. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to have April on too because I really want to know if it wasn't me, who was it and yeah. what happened? Because yeah, I know. You know, wedding drama happens. Yeah, it that's some juicy drama. I love it. Yeah. Um, so okay, so you got married, you know, you and, and Jack are living happily ever after. You have a baby. He is how old now? He's a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. My gosh. And uh so you had him during COVID. Um and you got you, did you get to witness all the things? Like the crawl the first crawl, the first walk, all the stuff or Oh yeah. 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 I mean awesome. I've seen yeah. He just I was home with him I was home with him for like three months. And then I like started back part time, and I've been mm-hmm. like kind of part time slash make my own schedule, so mm-hmm. I'm home a lot. Um, and he just started daycare like not even a month ago. Oh so, wow! So okay. that whole period of time, like it was that's perfect. Just, just me. Because it's funny because my oldest, we missed everything. He his first crawl, his first walk, his first all, word, all that was at daycare. Oh my god! Really? So like that's I mean I feel like it's very normal. Oh yeah. Whereas my youngest. Like COVID hit and he was probably seven or eight months and that was it. And so we got to see the first crawl, the first walk, the first talk, the all the things yeah. um, here, which was kind of that silver lining, which is great. So, um, all right. So then we fast forward and now you started your own business. I did. Awesome. So <laughs> O'Connor bartending. So now... I've worked with kind of on-site bartenders or, or mobile bartenders, not on-site, um, in the past. But I never really gave it any thought. How, how, do you, how do you get into that? So, like, what's your story? Like, how did you decide to start this business? Yeah. Okay. So, I have our son, Thomas, and I'm out of work for three months. And right at the tail end of that time, um, my actually my boss, who I'm really close with, he asked me if I would bartend because I'm a bartender. Mm-hmm. Like I've been a bartender for a long time. Yeah. Um, he asked me to bartend his best friend's wedding. Um, and it was kind of the same type of venue as as mine. It was mm-hmm. it was a barn and, every, you know, they hire their own vendors, all their own vendors. And so they didn't have a bartender. So I was like, sure, you know, pick up a little extra money. Like obviously I know how to bartend. I know half of these people anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I went. And did it, and it was such a blast. I had the best time. Um, it was like 
it just, I don't know. The whole thing was just like, it just flew by the whole night. Obviously, like I made good money because I, I knew everybody mm-hmm. partly, but uh, <laughs> it was it was just really fun. And I went home and I talked to my husband and I said, that was so fun. You know, I like, couldn't stop talking about how fun, it, how yeah. much fun I had. And he was like, you could do that, you know, like for a job. And I was like, no, I couldn't. Hmm. He was like, you really could. I'm like that support. Yeah. He's like, you could, we could totally figure out how to get you to do that and just that. Yeah. And um, so we started talking about it. And then like a couple days later, I have, I like, I get these ideas in my head of like, oh, that would be really cool. That would be really cool. And then I kind of just like wait for the idea to go away so mm. I don't have to like do anything about it. <laughs> um, yep. But yep. this time for some reason, I just was like, I'm doing this. And so I just like. I just filed for an LLC like two days later. And wow. then at that point I was like, okay, it's a real thing. Yeah. So like I have no choice but to figure it out from here because yeah. I'm not just going to leave it. Yeah. Um, and it has been – that was so that was – that was about a year ago. It was last August. So it was like, you know, 14 yeah. months ago, whatever. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it was insane. Yeah. Okay, so – you're a bartender by day, and now you're also you moonlight as a bartender too. Yeah. So how does that differ? So you bartend at a restaurant, but you also bartend as a mobile bartender. I keep saying mobile DJ. I keep wanting to say mobile DJ um, at weddings. So how does that differ? So day job, uh, obviously, I'm serving food. Mm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's a that's a big part of it too. Um, it's a lot of regular, so it's a lot of the same people that I see mm-hmm. that come in. Um, and it's also, so the, it's also like not my business. Like it's not my, it's just so, it yep. feels, it feels more laid back in a way, mm. at least right now. Yeah. Um, because there's not so much riding on it. Like I'm just going in and, and yep. you know, I'm you're just doing your thing. I'm just doing my thing, yeah. you know, and then I, and then I clock out and go home and I don't think about it. Right. You know? Right. Um, but when I'm doing the. The mobile bartending, like if I'm at a if I'm at a wedding or any other event, like I know the whole time, like in the back of my head, like that's my name. Yeah, that's my name. I, yep. I you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, that certainly makes sense. Now, how about logistics? So I'm getting married. I want to hire a mobile bartender. What do I need to do? Do I just call you and I'm done? Or do I have to provide the booze? Like, how does that work? So, Licenses, whatever. Right. So that is the cool thing about us is that I have my I have our liquor license for us. Oh wow. So that was like one thousand hoops to jump through. Of course. But I did it. And so basically I can provide a cash bar, mm-hmm. which means that I can sell directly to the guests. Mm-hmm. Um or I can provide the alcohol, like sell it to the couple yep. and then, you to know, open have bar, open whatever. bar, whatever. Yep. Or I can just provide bar services where mm-hmm. the couple provides the alcohol. I just show up and serve it. So now if they do that, that's not on your license? No, is it, it is not. Nope. Yeah. In that case, I would have to put my – I have to have to call the liquor commission put my license on hold. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. I can't touch anyone else's liquor under huh. my liquor license. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's You know what's funny is um, this is years ago. I actually DJed the wedding of one of the liquor commissioners. You did? <laughs> yeah. a long time oh ago. All of, but, do you know that all of them have been working there for like – decades really yeah like so everyone that i've, everyone that I've talked young. to mm-hmm. when i meet them because i have to meet them for mm. site visits like mm. every time i have to get a site approved or something mm-hmm. or if i've had to get a couple of my sites my um storage sites approved mm-hmm. to keep the alcohol there mm-hmm. and what i always get to chatting with them and yeah. they're like you know yeah i've been doing this for 25 years 35 years oh, yeah. i'm like really yeah 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 so wait so now do you know all the laws as far as like performers on stage and like if they can or really just the one law. <laughs> so, like, do you know if performers on stage are allowed to drink in the state of New Hampshire? By That's chance? a good question. I don't. Because I kept, I kept hearing multiple things. Back when I was in college, it was like, uh, yes, you can, but then you couldn't. Because we used to hire bands and comedians and musicians and, and whatnot to come and perform at, at school all the time. And then I became a DJ, and they were like, no, DJs can't drink, like you know on stage like performing like at a wedding or whatever i wouldn't drink at a wedding anyway because i if i drink i start to <laughs> slur my words and, and it gets, gets a i get a little goosey everybody I get a little happy um but then i heard oh yeah no new hampshire fix it or fixed it or like changed it so that you can drink on stage and, and all this stuff but 
And um, I feel like back when I did, I can't remember his name. God, this is going to bother me. I'll have to look it up. Um, when I did the liquor commissioner's wedding, he confirmed at the time, no, you can't. Um, so I'm, I'm just, I'm wondering if it's changed or, or whatnot, but anyway. that would be worth me knowing. Cause, because do you get them off because do I get what off uh, the, the, um, performers wanting to drink? Oh, probably 50% of the time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably half, but it, it, it would be good for me to know because if I am operating under my liquor license, I'm pretty sure that, that, that would you. fall on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Do you do you get more? Do, although in general, do you see more bands or DJs? I see more DJs. You do. Okay. Yeah. I figured that would be the case, but like I also figure if you're if the couple is hiring every everyone themselves, including a bartender, um, they might be more apt to you know have a little bit of a bigger budget um, and then go for the band instead of a DJ, but. Um, I always wonder these things because I only see my side of the house. Right? I know, I know. I've seen a couple bands, um, yeah. and they've been good. It's just it's such a different vibe. It yeah. is. It really it makes it makes the vibe of the wedding so much different. And I yeah. never like I never thought about having a band, so like I never sure. thought about how it would affect my wedding. But like mm-hmm. being at some weddings with bands and some with DJs, it's like when you have a DJ, like it's a party. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It is a party. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. So now thinking about um, the events that you've done, uh, on average, how many events, I mean, you've only been in business for a full calendar year yes. at this point, but um, on average, how many events per month do you do? And, and... So I just I just kind of wrapped up my first wedding season. Yep. So I did, I did 15, 16 weddings this Wow this like season for my first year it was crazy yeah it was crazy um but then you know i do have like a really kind of well last year i had a really dead off season Mm, because mm -hmm. not only was it like my first year but you know people don't have that many weddings oh yeah 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 Yeah. downtime for sure yeah but this year i'm hoping to like kind of make up for my off like i'm hoping to do like a couple like maybe like two or three events a month or something Mm -hmm. um during the off season to yeah to keep myself busy Absolutely. and relevant. So um, thinking back to your season, your first full season anyway, you see any crazies? You see any, like anything crazy happen? Like I saw some crazy in-laws. Okay. Yeah. And I saw some bridal party drama. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and... I did have, like, we we have, um, like, these big, we call them coffin coolers because they're, like, yep. literally the size Giant. of coffin. Yeah. Yep. And we had um, the groomsmen steal ours. The whole cooler? The whole entire cooler filled with beer. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> okay. We're, like, packing up to leave. Yeah. The whole wedding, it went great. Everything was good. Yeah. Everyone from the wedding party and, like, a small, like amount of guests were all going to like some after party okay so they mm-hmm. were like waiting for a shuttle and we had two bars at this wedding so we had an outside bar and an inside bar mm-hmm. and we had the bartender from the outside bar had come in because like after cocktail hour it was like yeah, we didn't need to yeah. whatever yep. um but the cooler was still out there mm. and so we're packing up to go and he comes in he's like did you already pack up that the coffin cooler i had and <laughs> I'm like, no, I haven't done anything. He's like, well, it's gone. Good Lord. I'm like, it's gone? It's like literally the biggest piece of equipment we have. Yeah. It's like, I, c- I could fit in that cooler. Yeah. yeah. And um, he's like, yeah, and it was full of beer. Like, I don't know who could have moved it. Like, it's really heavy. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, I go over to the bride because she is like getting ready to leave. And I'm like, hey, like, we're going to head out in a minute. I was like, it's totally fine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's no problem. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But do you know anything about where this cooler could be? And she's like, oh. She's like, let me ask my husband. So she like asks like her new husband. Yep. And he's like, oh, yeah, the groomsman took it to the hotel for the after party. <laughs> and No big deal. Yeah. And I'm like, do you know that like this, I was this close to being like, okay, you can just keep it. 
That's amazing. Right. That's that's why you are the sweetest person. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. I was like, so I'm like, okay. I'm like, not a big deal. I was like, well, we that is ours, and we like we definitely need it. Um, and she was like, oh my god. That's like, did yours. they already like, pay for was, the beer? Like, was that theirs or like the beer was theirs? Okay. Yeah, which was like totally fine. Yep. But so I guess what ended up happening was that they had a, they had brought their own cooler, mm. and so. They said to like the groomsmen, like, "Can you fill this? Can you f- go fill the cooler with beer? Mm-hmm. We're gonna take it back mm-hmm. to the hotel." And they just filled the wrong cooler, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so it all it all was fine and worked out. But it was just like I, I was at the I was like I don't even know. I just want to let it go at this point. I'm like, <laughs> it lasts, of course. The last well, because thing you my number one is, rule is yeah, don't stress out the bride. Exactly. Like literally, I will do anything to not stress out the bride. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Man, that's awesome. That's... Sometimes they'll like come up to me and be like, "Hey, like if you need anything, just like come get me." And I'm like, "I won't. Mm-hmm. I will not." Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. And and rarely is there anything that you really need. Yeah. The couple for. Um, so, yeah, that certainly makes sense. But um, you ever had to like cut people off and like? Um, I've had to cut go there. cut a couple of people off. However, I am far more lenient at mm. weddings than I am in other sure. situations, just because everyone's like around family and mm-hmm. everyone's kind of it's just a different vibe. I yeah. mean, I would never like risk my liquor license and like let someone continue to drink past the point of like them yeah. being coherent. Yeah, but I also um, when I do cut people off, I also have to be careful because. At a wedding, mm. anyone can just order a drink and bring it to whoever. You oh, know what sure. I mean? Same with IDing people. Yeah. Like I could, I, I could ask for someone's ID and they don't have it, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't serve you. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. for a fact that no one is ordering from the bar and giving it to them. Yeah. you know, if they're not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man. So any um, like any other crazy. Uh, horror stories, uh, craziness that has happened that. Whether it had anything to do with you or outside of your control, photographer, DJ, horror stories, anything. I do, but it's like – it has a little bit of inappropriate Whoa, in on. it. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Yolo. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> this is that same wedding, the cooler wedding. Oh, okay. Okay. So we were in like a um, – so if the reception was in like a barn, there was mm. like a room outside of the barn that we were in. Mm-hmm. But it was still inside. Um, but you had to like – go through like some double doors to like get the so we could like kind of hear what was going on mm-hmm. but people were coming in and out to get drinks and like sure. going back in so one of the bridesmaids comes out and she tells us that the so first of all we hear the dj and the dj's like okay like everybody get make sure we get the bride back in here like we're gonna play her song and like it's like it's a really like sentimental song between like her and her family and like mm-hmm. blah 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 and so like you think it's like gonna be this cute thing and it was like a groomsman was like playing a joke and like put on like this really like vulgar song <laughs> and like her whole family was like like her like they were <laughs> Okay. When her bridesmaid came out, she was like, her 90-year-old grandfather's in there. Because it was, like, so vulgar. Uh-huh. And I guess they went to the DJ and they, like, made it seem like we're going to play this, like, really nice song. So the mm-hmm. DJ didn't know either. Okay. So then the DJ was wicked mad. So we did they played it on his gear? Yeah. I don't know if the DJ, what? like, let him let them, like, set something up or if they, like, let – like, I don't know because I wasn't in there. Sure. yeah. But everyone came out and they were like, the bride's crying. Like, oh. everybody's embarrassed. Oh Can't believe. And it was like. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was bad. No, no. See, this is this this is exactly why you need to hire pros. I know. <laughs> like, like, all right. I For that, I kind of blame the DJ. Like, I kind of have to. Because you, 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 you own that gear. Like, if they're, if you're going to let the guests either hop on your gear, plug into your stuff. If I'm envisioning kind of what may have happened, he probably gave him an aux cord because you have that as a, as a backup. as like a backup to your backup um, to plug in a phone. And they probably plugged in a phone and played something terrible. Um, and that's on you. I know. You I kind of like felt like that to too, it. because they were like, Oh, they, they, they tricked the DJ too. And I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> come on. Yeah. But, he didn't Mm-mm. have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. Do people ask you if they can do that? 
Like, do people, are people like, can I play this song from my phone? Uh, yeah, oh, all the time. Oh, yeah. All the time. Um, for me, um, so if you really get down to like the legal and, and logistics and stuff, um, there are, there, there is a way to play music that it becomes illegal for me. So, you know, copyright and all of that jazz. Okay. Um, so you've got to play it. Like, you, you really can't, like, pull up YouTube and play music off YouTube. I know DJs that do it every once in a while if you really, like, need a song um, that you can't find anywhere and whatnot. But it needs to be legally acquired. And then, I, I don't know the all the details here, but venues are, from what I understand, supposed to be paying, like, licensing to be able to have DJs, musicians, what have you, come to their venue and play the music of other artists. Okay. Right? Okay. It, for some reason, it does not fall on the DJ. It falls on the venue, uh, which is interesting. That is um, interesting. Because... Like if I was to do a mix, cut a bunch of, of CDs or, or what have you, and sell that, that comes on me. Like I can't remix other people's stuff and then sell other people's stuff and me make money off of it. But I can play it live. You can remix something and then play I, it at I a can wedding? Remi I can remix it live and play it, and that's it, yes. Um, but I can't, like, cut multiple CDs or cut multiple albums and that sort of stuff and sell it as my own. Like, okay. on, like, a, at, like, a store. Like, you know, um, like an online store or something like that. Because um, I've had people be like, Yo, do you sell your mixes? And I'm like, no, <laughs> like I can give away my mixes. And that's I can't because sell the them. individual songs yeah. on it are Each copyrighted. Okay. Exactly. So, um, and so the, uh, if, if somebody comes up to me and asks, hey, can you play this one song off of this one, you know, whatever off my phone, what have you nine times out of 10, I already have the song. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of music. And so, um, that's not a big deal. And, if not, I can also acquire it. If there's a Wi-Fi and whatnot, I can download it legally and play it that way. But if not, typically I'll say no. Yeah. So you really shouldn't. You really. And, what if and then, you haven't heard the song? Oh, and that's even worse because no, like I, I have to listen <laughs> to it first. Um, and I mean, and I'll be like every like every once in a while, like maybe I'll give it like a five percent of the time. It's just a super like chill fun younger crowd aunts uncles grandparents are all gone yeah like they don't care um yolo go i don't care it's fine <laughs> yeah. um let's just play it but if it's you know early on yeah. and yeah we're at a country club and like no no i'm all set but um yeah um i'll definitely want to listen to it first for the most part and you also you don't want to sacrifice sound quality too mm -hmm. because playing tracks off of YouTube you can't guarantee how good they're going to sound you'll have the, the commercials come up like no I don't imagine um, yeah oh yeah <laughs> like right now it's like the um, the politics commercials are going to pop up <laughs> you know during your wedding and you're they like, come on what when is my this? son's watching his stuff on YouTube oh. and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like buddy don't worst. listen <laughs> I don't understand what market are targeting no really <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, all right, so let's let's go. Right, you're a year in to yes. this business. Um, if you were to go back to when you first decided to start, knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself, or what advice would you have for yourself? I would tell myself to. <laughs> You heard the saying, know your worth and add tax. Hey. <laughs> Not exactly put that way, but I like it. Um, I think I would kind of just tell myself that you don't have to you don't have to discount yourself mm. just because people don't like your prices. Mm -hmm. You know? You're worth what you're worth. And and you know what? You're not you're not too expensive. You're just not in their budget. Yeah. And like that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Um but I had a really, really low cost for my first year on purpose, uh, in part because I didn't want to charge an amount that I didn't know if I could pull off that level sure. of service. You know, I, I didn't, you know, I mm -hmm. booked 16 weddings for the year, never having 
pulled one off. Uh-huh. So I'm like, uh-huh. can I even do this? So um, in part because of that and in part because I just didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how much it costs mm-hmm. to run the business. I didn't know how much it would cost me to do each individual wedding. So my cost was really low, which is the reason why yeah. I got so many this year, yeah. which I'm super happy about. Yeah. I learned so much. Um but there were a few times that even with that low cost, I got some people, mm-hmm. you know, giving me some pushback for it. Yeah. And I bent, I bent, oh, you yeah. know, I, yeah. I was like, you know, it's my first year. I, mm-hmm. I need, you know, I need to get the experience. So yeah. at this point I'm like, yeah. if people don't want to pay it, then that's fine. Yeah. Um, but like I, I, they're not. And, and the other thing is, is they're not paying for like my product is not like the bartending service, like my product is me. Like yeah. it's m- my communication throughout the whole year before mm-hmm. your wedding. It's my, like all the planning and all being mm-hmm. responsive and being transparent and telling them, Hey, this came up and this is how, like, mm-hmm. this is what we can do yep. and not springing anything on anyone. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's that kind of stuff. Like those are the things that I focus on the day of. I feel like there are a lot of people in the world that can show up and bartend sure. a wedding. Not a lot of people can give it the attention to detail that I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I I think I would, yeah, that's what I would tell myself. Yeah. That's awesome. That's what I am telling myself <laughs> <laughs> moving forward. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. And you know, I don't blame you. Like when you first start a business and when you first kind of go out on your own and you're learning the ropes, especially in the wedding industry, um, you don't know what you don't know. I always say that like if like you know what you know you know what you don't know or you don't know what you don't know and then starting out you kind of don't know what you don't know so yeah um, that can be very um and you you can only know uh by experiencing right so and the other thing that i'm like so happy about this year is that like yeah i didn't like make a ton of money and i didn't like there I I just there were things that went wrong. Like okay, obviously there were things that went wrong mm-hmm. um that I learned from, mm-hmm. but it was never anything that was like catastrophic. Sure. Like it was stuff that only I would know mm-hmm. and that I would be like, "Okay, I want to do this different for next time because that'll be easier for me or yep. that'll be more professional or that'll be this or that." Mm-hmm. But it was never anything that was like noticeable to anyone but me and the other bartenders. Sure. Um so I was really really glad about that. Now, did you like have any other like mobile bartenders that you knew that like you learned from or that you asked your mentor? So, um, there are a few local to me and local to New Hampshire, Mm -hmm. um, that I had heard of. And there was one that I had used for my wedding. And I personally, I, that was the only vendor that I wasn't like completely blown away by. Mm. Um, which I mean, they didn't do anything wrong. Like I, we didn't have like any beef or anything, Mm -hmm. but I just wasn't like complete. I was blown away by every single one of my vendors Uh except for kind of them. Um, but I kind of used what they included Mm -hmm. as like my starting point because I didn't know. I started researching, other mobile bars in New Hampshire and mm-hmm. I couldn't find any details about pricing or what's included or mm-hmm. anything. It was all, you know, email for quote or whatever. Yep. And I, so I started to like, feel like, okay, I've been the bride mm-hmm. looking at that stuff. Mm-hmm. Just tell me, like, just, t- just give me something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause if, if it's going to be a thousand or five, like I need to know like sure. what range it's in. I don't want to waste my time. I'm talking to a lot of vendors. Yeah. Like, so I have my pricing right on my website. Yeah. And if there's more specific things, because some of the stuff, like if they want to do like a certain type of open bar, I do per person. It depends mm-hmm. on kind of what they want. So I'll kind of say, this is the range it's usually in, mm-hmm. you know, and we can chat about, you yeah. know. But so I, it was a total guessing game. But yeah. so I started looking at their website. I looked at the other, all the other websites. There was one company that I, I had a really hard time um, with the with the liquor commission. I had a really hard time understanding how all the rules because there's a lot of rules and regulations for the liquor commission i mean it's unbelievable um for example i was trying to understand how i could just provide bar services Mm -hmm. to a wedding um 
because I had been under the impression that I it's illegal for me to touch anybody else's alcohol. I yep. didn't understand that you could put your license on hold for that day. So mm. I was like trying to talk to these people at the liquor commission and I wasn't getting like a straight answer. And then mm. I ended up emailing this other person at the liquor commission and they kind of told me about, but anyway, I was having a really hard time understanding. And at that point I was like, why even have a liquor license if, you sure. know, I can't even provide bar services. Right. That's silly. Cause that's half of what people want is mm-hmm. like, just, they want to provide their own alcohol and have someone serve it. Right. Um, so I reached out to another company and just said, Hey, listen, <laughs> I know that I'm technically, your competition, mm. but you know, small business owner, small business owner, woman to woman. Uh-huh. I have a few questions about this. I'm really feeling lost. I would really love if, if you yeah. know, we could chat. And she never answered me, which oh. is totally fine. Sure. But those are the things where, like, if someone reaches out to me for that, like mm. in a year or two, yeah. I'm going to talk to them. <sighs> See, there's plenty of work to go around. Oh my God. I can't. Do you know that I, I had to turn down? Over 45 weddings this year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Because I, I was, it's just, it's basically just me and like uh-huh. three or four other people that I yeah. work with yeah. here and there. Yeah. It's insane. Um, and, you know, I can go on and on about this, so I won't. But um, for, in the DJ world, like the market's saturated. We've got, and I, I won't say that too much because I know the photography world is even worse. <laughs> Holy moly! But, um, but the market you meaning know, there's so many. There's DJs? so many. There's so many that you have. If you're looking for a five hundred dollar DJ, you can find it. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a two hundred dollar DJ, you can find it. And if you're looking for a five thousand dollar DJ, you can find it here in New Hampshire, um, and everywhere in between. And there's probably three or four or ten choices for you, uh, depending on your date and, of course, all the all the details of your wedding. But that's not to say that we all can't help each other out. And like, you know, if I'm either offering offering an incentive for, you know, weekday weddings, or if I'm actually going to be a little bit more competitive on a prime date, like 10, 10, 20, 20, or like, you know, um, uh, two, three, two, two, or whatever. Um, I'm, why not share that? Like share that with each other. And now, now, um, yeah, would you have those those uh, couples that are really just trying to find more um, value over quality? They're either gonna find quality or value because all the values are talking to each other, and then all the qualities are talking to each other. Right. You know? So um, it, there's there's just plenty of work to go around. There's plenty of people getting married. So um, there's I no will, reason. I will say though, there is one company that's like right near me. Mm. And she and I will, like, during the month of September, we both had so many people being like, hey, mm. this bartending service fell through for me. Mm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm out of luck for this weekend. Like, yep. what can you do to help me? And I would, you know, I would give them her information. She would give them my information. Yeah. So that was really nice. Yep. And and we have uh, the trailer that mm. it's, like, not even started yet. But, yeah. but I follow a lot of mobile bar instagrams like Mm. all across Mm -hmm. the country Mm -hmm. and so they are so helpful like some of the the, i have like messaged random ones and been Uh like oh my gosh i love your trailer like i just got mine and i have no idea where to start but like love what love looking your stuff and they'll be like here's my phone number if you have any questions please call me like i I will you know and i love that it's amazing absolutely you know you know what's funny is that in the dj world it's pretty pretty similar outside of your market you'll find people that are fairly helpful um whereas inside your market it's uh, i don't know but i'm thinking in the next i don't know let's call it 10 years yeah um things will people people will, will find no cho- will see that there's no choice other than to work together yeah yeah so i just that's not me mm-hmm. like i when people are like, oh, I don't, um, you know, that's, if you're talking to someone else about that's in the same business as you, you know, that's your competition. I'm like, I just don't see it that uh-uh. way. Like, I just don't. Mm-mm. Nope. If you're, and so I've heard something, uh, some very similar, like, don't give away your secrets, like all of that stuff. And it's like, if I'm going to give away, quote unquote, my secrets, 
it's only a matter of time before others think about think of them themselves. So Absolutely. just help people out. Yeah. And then that's just gonna force me to keep coming up with new and innovative and creative things yeah. to level up. Yeah. Um and that's what we do. Yeah, I mean I like <laughs> I made a reel like a month ago about my favorite thing that I keep with me at all times as a bartender is duct tape. Mm-hmm. Like I swear by it. I use it all the time. I use it at least once, if not like 10 times for every event. Uh-huh. Like I just use it for everything. Yeah. And so many other bartenders were like, oh my God, this is such a good idea. Like, hey, I brought I brought duct tape to my last event because you suggested and I and I used it. Like, like that's what I like. Like that makes me happy. That's interesting. Let's talk about that for a okay. minute. So like what, what types of... Things would you use duct tape for? Okay, so I use duct tape. Okay, so let's say you open like a case of soda mm-hmm. and then you don't use the whole case of soda. Uh-huh. So you duct tape it back up and it still has the handle and you just carry it out. Oh, okay. Or Easy. you have a leak in your keg line, mm-hmm. duct tape. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like if, right. if it's windy and there's a sign that needs to stay up, duct tape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I'm telling you, I use it all the time. And I've had other vendors be like, does anybody have tape? I know uh-huh. that's so weird. See, and I'm like, I, I have tape. I get it all the time. That's amazing. <laughs> Do you have a color preference? Well, right now I'm just using gray, but I, I did just finish researching custom duct tape. I don't hey. know if you know that was a thing, yep. but yep. – uh, Definitely going to have to put that on my Christmas list. That's amazing. <laughs> In the DJ world, we use gaff tape, gaffer's tape. Mm-hmm. Um, duct tape will just pull like the flooring right off, the, the wall paint. Oh, really? All, oh, yeah. Because duct tape is, is super, super strong. Whereas gaff tape is um, just as strong, but it does not, it's not as, um, I guess, aggressive. Is it more like, like electrical tape? Kind of in between. Okay. Not electrical tape, more like masking tape. So like okay. um, painter's tape. Yeah. But in between painter's tape and duct tape. So like, like a little more strong. Solid in between. Yeah. Um, and gaffer's tape is just amazing. Like because it, it'll stick to like carpet, but it'll put right off and no issues. It'll stick to, you know, painted walls and it'll pull right off with no issues. So um, gaffer's tape is, is the DJ's best friend. Um, and it's, you know, it's not super cheap, but it's not like... So expensive that you can't afford like five or six rolls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, gaffer, gaffer tape is the way to go. I don't think it could necessarily fix a leak. So that's why I think duct tape is definitely more um, realistic for your world. But yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Duct tape. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All it's right. my go-to. Custom duct tape. Would you put like your logo on it or something? Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Or I would get like, or I would get like, um. I would just get one with like elephants on it or something. <laughs> just something fun. <laughs> just like something crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, um, what else? What else? What else? Um, oh, if there's anything else that you um, kind of along the lines of what you just said, um, if somebody approached you looking to get into the mobile bartending world, what advice would you tell them? If anything different from what I would you... tell, I would tell them, do it, uh-huh. and I'll, whatever you need help with, I'll help you with. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I love that. And I mean, it it was crazy. It was like um, it was insane. Like having a young baby and starting this, and sure. honestly, like the month of September was so. So I had eleven events in September. Wow, and. Everything that could have gone wrong in September went wrong in September, like in my personal life and with business. So Uh it was like, you can just do a lot more than you think you can do. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. Like for this, normally, like with any other job, like if, if things came up or whatever, like you always have that option of being like, I, you know, I can't make it or whatever. Sure. I don't feel like I have that anymore. I know that like in theory, could I say, yeah, I can't make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could, mm-hmm. but that's not an option for me. Yeah. So it's like, since that's not an option, okay, what am I going to do then? Yeah. Always come up with your backup. Yeah. And, and so after, yeah. after this month, it's like, you can do whatever you yeah. can do whatever you want. It doesn't matter how hard it is. You can do it. It's just yep. like, it's not always going to be the most fun thing you've ever done. Sure. Sure. <laughs> like getting the stomach bug at a wedding. <gasps> yeah. I've been there. In there, that's rough. Kids in daycare and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, 
in a nutshell, um, my kid, uh, August, this past August got COVID. Um, and of course we have two kids. So we're hoping that my oldest got it or no, my oldest got it. We were hoping that my youngest would get it. Um, around the same time so they would both just kind of like the quarantine would shrink because that's how it would shrink if they both got it um and i count my blessings every day because it just so happened that i was off that weekend like i take one weekend off every month to just like be with the family and like not miss out so much and whatnot um yep it was my off weekend that the you know the that the 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 um contagious period or what have you um happened to to fall so did you get it oh yeah oh, oh my yeah. god but like whatever like i know it was i was off i didn't have to i didn't have to find anybody to cover i didn't have to enough and there was no stress yeah it was just so that's why i like i count my blessings because no I'm just really like, but another reason why um and kind of going back to referrals and building networks and all that because if god forbid i had gotten it right you have a bunch of people i've got my dj company i've got 20 i've got 19 other djs um now could half of them be working three quarters of them be working yeah absolutely but likely we'll have at least one if not two or three that are available on that date that can pitch in and the thing that i have noticed about you when i see you on like um the wedding forums Mm -hmm. and stuff is that when people say they're looking for a dj you don't say me dj keybar no you say main event entertainment and then if they want if they go if they go to main event entertainment and they look at the website and they see your video and they want to pick you then that's great but like you i I think that's awesome yeah 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 uh and, and that's my thing is like I every once in a while I'll actually sit down with a couple and I just know that it's not the right fit for both of sides like both really yeah what are the things that what that make you think that well you you saw me at a wedding like I my um, I thrive on energy I like energy I like to be like super just lots of dancing lots of I don't necessarily even need lots of crowd interaction anymore. I used to do a lot of like cool stuff. Let's just call it stuff. Um, now it's just high energy. Yeah. Lots of dancing and just like, you know, um, intentional, like an intentional experience Yeah. Um, that you'll get from me. Whereas if the couple is sitting there and telling me like, oh yeah, we're pretty low key and we, we don't really like to dance, but we really like just like good music and it's just going to be a smaller wedding. And most of our couples really, most of our guests really don't like to dance either, but like we really want to spend the money and get like the really, really good DJ so that we know that that's covered. And it's like anyone in my company, I, I got you. Trust me. We got you. You're wasting your money. By booking me mm-hmm. because I'm just going to sit there and be your human jukebox to, to listen to music. No, like right. it's okay. You can get one of our newer DJs that have been DJing for like two or three years that are like ready to go. I would trust them with my wedding if I got married again. And, and they're solid, but a little bit more realistic for like the experience that you want. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so like, oh, yeah, and you'll I'll, say like, that oh, I'll recommend them. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's great. Yeah. It's like, but, but at the end of the day, if they want to book me, they can book me. Yeah. I'm not going to say no, but I will tell them like, yeah, I'll be honest. Like my, where I shine is more energy and more, um, I, I create an experience for you and your guests. So if, um, if you're not looking for that, then like you don't really need to pay for it like just well, exactly you know, yeah defer defer some of that cost to because we have four tiers with the company right. um you know it starts you know over a thousand dollars so it's not like we're like super budget friendly but right. um but yeah no you can go with one of the lower guys that are solid ready to go but like you know i'm pushing 19 years doing this professionally right. so like that that comes comes with a premium are you top tier? uh i am but uh, one one day we'll get there um, with my hopes and dreams. But yeah, yeah, we got we got we, we got a long future ahead of us for sure. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt it because I know how much you don't like free time. Yeah, <laughs> free time. Yeah, that's tough. 
It's tough. It's funny. We um, we went down to Atlantic City for the DJ Expo back in August. Uh, the wives came. Um, so it was eight of us, I think. I believe it was eight of us. Um, so the DJs went to the workshops and seminars and, like, did our DJ thing. And the wives, like, hit the beach and, like, you know, walked up and down the boardwalk and did their thing during the day. And then we convened for, like, food and the parties. And we just had a great time. Um, and there was plenty of time throughout the week here and there um where people just like went back to their rooms to just like take a nap and like relax and do nothing or whatever and where i remember this one point where i knew I had a problem um <laughs> and i'm like all the djs went back to their rooms to just chill for i think we gave it like 90 minutes it was just like an hour and a half of just like downtime um my wife whips out a book and i'm like I sat around and I'm like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't just sit here. And so I got on my computer and I started doing work. Like, that's just yeah, well, what I did. You know. I mean, uh, I admire it because I don't have that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have yeah. to, I have to really, I got to really um, carve out the, mm-hmm. the day for myself. Be intentional, yeah. Yeah, and there's there is uh, there's rest time carved in there. <laughs> well, that's that's good too. You yeah. got to make sure that like you give your brain a break. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for sure. Well, anyway, Savannah, this has been awesome. Um, just for the record, so how can people find you? Um, social medias, websites. What um, what do you got? So I'm on Instagram at O'Connor Bartending. Mm-hmm. Um, you can DM for more info or whatever. Sure. And then, uh, Savannah at O'Connor is the email address. Yep. Um, and yeah, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'm on the knot too. So, Oh, perfect. Yeah. So if you are on the knot and you're around the seacoast area or anywhere in New Hampshire, really, mm-hmm. it should pop up for you. Awesome. Um, yeah, that's it. Awesome. Well, this has been awesome. Thanks again for coming down. Hey, in the next year uh, or or less or more, uh, you come across any uh, any craziness at weddings, you let me know and I'll have you back on here. <laughs> okay, to, sounds to share good. Share some of these stories. Thanks again. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to Cocktail Hour with DJ Keybar. I hope you enjoyed the conversation enough to join me on my social media channels. Visit theonlydjkeybar.com to see my Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and other platforms. Finally, I'd really love to know what you thought of the show. So I invite you to tag me on Instagram at theonlydjkeybar, include the hashtag cocktailswithkeybar, and let me know what you thought of the show. Again, thank you so much for listening. Until next time.